Hello and welcome to Tools to Create a Better Life with myself, Glenice Hughes. Thank you so much for being here. I am so incredibly grateful for each and every one of you. Oh my goodness. So how is money created? Yeah. I have been reading through the book uh, from Gary and Dane with Access Consciousness, Beyond the Utopian Ideal. And there's a little section that I actually want to read to you here because it really piqued my interest. Uh, it says, money is created by request, not by work. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you don't have to work harder in order to create more money. You simply have to request more money in order to have more money. Yeah, so everything that just brought up, will you just run and create it all times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, five, pox, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Now, if that sounds like a bunch of gobbledygook, um, it is the access consciousness clearing statement. And so what occurs when I say a question or bring up, talk about something that has a lot of energy on it, when we run that clearing, what it, what, what it does is it works like a magic wand and just starts to clear and dissipate the energy. So... Yeah, it creates space, which means then you will have more awareness, which means then you will have more choice available. So how does it get any better? So Gary goes on to say here, you could ask, how can I earn 10 times this amount of money? So let's say you have an amount of money you're earning right now. How could I earn 10 times this amount of money? And if you wanted, it could be doing something different if you are looking to change that um, and not working so hard. So you can basically just start asking for money. Now, I'm not gonna stop the show now because there's so much more to say. Now, yes, of course, the request, money is created by request not work, absolutely. And there is likely action to take. So this is where I think people get, it. no, I'm gonna speak for myself. This is where I would utilize some information like this against me because I would go, okay, I'm gonna try this. I'm gonna I'm gonna request money every day for seven days and see what happens and do nothing. And well, I don't know if I've ever done nothing for seven days, but you know what I mean. Like I I would use it against me. I wouldn't actually look at it as as a whole Yes, requesting it. Yes, just working harder is not going to necessarily bring in more money. And what action is required? What can you be and do different today to actualize the money you're asking for right away? It might actually show up as more work for a little while, and it might not. What Gary is inviting us to here is to go beyond the point of view that money is created from work, which is such a limiting point of view here. And if you start like just looking around in the world, and especially with social media, I would say it's so much more ease now, at the people who don't necessarily work, can't see my other hand, work, um, the way that, that we're taught work is, like they maybe don't go to a nine to five job, or how, however you've decided work is, they don't do it that way. 
So for some people, um, you know, there's there's businesses, food trucks here locally that work from, let's say, May to October and work full on and then they have the winter off because having a food truck, I mean, there's some places that still do it in the winter here, but not not all of them. So there's, you know, there's that. So, you know, growing up, my point of view was you worked Monday to Friday, nine to five, pretty much. Now I also, you know, my background psychiatric nursing. So obviously I was going to be doing some shift work at some point and different things like that. But it's that same idea that you work, you know, five, usually out of seven days, and uh, a certain amount of hours and the other kind of interesting point of view that was put in there for me or that I chose I don't mean it was put in there but that I added was you're also not supposed to enjoy it so you spend more of your life at work something you don't really enjoy doing though (laughs) what a bizarre point of view anyway um, and then when I started my business in 2002 I still kind of held on to some of that but what I took it into was this point of view that I had to work really hard so yes now I could work from home which is what I loved doing Um, but it was kind of like I needed to suffer with it in a sense like it couldn't be really good it could only be a little bit good so yeah I could work from home I could um, not have to go in somewhere and fill hours I always found that so tough when I was working because probably like you I'm super fast and so if you give me eight hours of tasks to do I can probably do them in three and that's still with you know dawdling at times so filling the hours was really I that was not fun for me so finally I got you know where I didn't have to fill the hours but I had to work really hard so I brought that point of view in and it was just Oh my gosh, I can't even tell you how hard I worked. And by hard work, I mean the amount of hours I put into it. And if I wasn't doing it in those hours, let's say we had decided to go shopping for the afternoon or something, then now I had to still be doing it in my head. Like I I still had to be working hard in some way, shape or form. Or if a friend and I got together, then I had to work that evening to make up for the time, say her and I had in the afternoon together because I still had to work hard. I'm exhausted just thinking about it. Like, oh my goodness. And so when, you know, when Gary talks about here, like hard work isn't the answer, it isn't. It isn't, it wasn't like, you know, when I worked harder, I actualized more money. No, in fact, once I let go of that point of view, once I cleared the point of view that I had to work hard, it was so much more ease to have way more money show up. And, you know, as we talk about all the time, your point of view creates your reality. So as I was being aware of people around me and what other people were choosing, especially really successful people in business, you know, there's a, a book, it's an older book, I think it's called The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss. And I don't even recall exactly what's in that book. I read it so long ago. But I do remember it being a huge invitation for me to really start looking at, like, do I need to work 60 hours a week? And it probably was that and some weeks more. Um And from, again, that point of view that I had to work hard to have money. And it was like I had to justify it. 
it's like, oh yeah, okay, well I made, you know, more money this month, but man, like I worked, I worked harder. Now, it's not that I necessarily tracked my hours, like I, I don't remember ever going, oh, I worked 60 hours this week, but it was morning till night and you know, again, if I did take some time off, it was still occupying a lot of space in my head. Uh, and then really started looking at that point of view that, you know, money that I have to work hard for money. And then looking at, well, how are other people doing it? And so Tim's book was one huge invitation. And that was probably about four or five or maybe six years after I started my business. I don't recall. Uh, and then a few years after that is when I came across the tools from Access Consciousness. So then it was to me such a quick way to clear the points of views and to become more and more aware of them to change them so that I could look at what does work for me. Like what does work for me? So when I look now at what I do in my business now, which is, um, it, I, it's, it's kind of tough to say how many hours a day I work in my business, uh, but probably anywhere from two to four hours a day. It really depends. <clears throat> depends if I'm doing like in-person classes. So if I've <clears throat> pardon me, if I have like an online foundation class, then there, I'm usually doing four hours of those right now. And then maybe I'd have another couple hours of sessions or um, other things or creating my radio show or different things, you know, but that now is, I mean, that just makes sense to me. It works really well for me. I really enjoy it. Um, whereas I th if I look back at 2002 when I started my business, I could not have even allowed myself to con, con, con <laughs> easy for me to say to, I can't think of the word I'm trying to think of, consider, that's it, to consider working that few hours. I mean, there's no way that I could have been there. And so that's the other thing that I love about this too, is that it's really a progression. So when I first started, um, I did mostly in-person sessions. I had to think about that for a minute. In fact, well, when I started, I only did in-person sessions because that's all, all I was doing at the time. But within a few months, I started facilitating classes. So I was facilitating Reiki classes and angel classes and different things. And so I was adding that. <clears throat> and so mostly I would work, you know, Monday to Friday um, doing sessions and then the weekends was was teaching and then you know, whatever else in there. And I also did it all by myself. And I've actually done a lot of it by myself over the years in business also. Um, but back then, of course, I did it completely by myself. Now there was a lot less to do back in 2002. There was social media wasn't a thing, you know, advertising was newspaper if, if I was even going to do it. Um, and so really like, you know, looking back then to, to now what is so ease now what is so simple now and finding that place but also knowing it's going to change so again when i started you know i was doing one-on-one -on -one sessions and facilitating classes and booking my own sessions and all of that and then um, got to a point where it was just like i didn't want to answer my phone anymore i didn't want to book the appointments it took up so much time to answer the phone have the conversation book the appointment like all of that just seemed too much. So then I did hire a gal to do that. That was her job. She she booked appointments and did admin stuff and that. And then, you know, shortly after, well, not shortly after that, I wouldn't say, um, a little while after that, I realized that one-on-one -on -one sessions 
doing them as many as I was doing each week was not fun for me. So I started cutting them down and cutting them down. And I got to the point where I thought, wouldn't it be cool if my business was more facilitating and way less sessions? And it took me choosing (laughs) doing so many sessions, so many days a week for so long to have the awareness that I desired something else. And so that was about 2013 is when I started shifting that and my business became mostly about classes, online classes, in-person classes, and then the the sessions were sprinkled in and about. And I enjoy doing them um, way less. Like I love them now that I'm maybe doing four or five a week compared to four or five a day. And so that's really contributed by, by having the awareness that didn't work, looking at what would, asking for that, taking the action towards that, and, and looking at, at then, okay, so, you know, creating that. What does that look like? What do I, what do I require to, to be or do different to actualize that? So we go from, you know, doing it the way we know to going, huh, this just doesn't work for me as much anymore. I don't love it as much or whatever it is to go, okay, what would I, what, what would I like it to be like? And this is the piece too that I would say myself and many of the people I've worked with where they struggle with because they're so set in the way. And so if we go back to, you know, working hard for money, if we don't change that point of view, then you're never going to create something different with it. Yeah, so, you know, we've got to change the point of views and then look at, okay, so what else? What would we like? What would be fun? Now, I didn't know for sure facilitating classes um, would be fun for sure. And it required me trying it to go, wow, I do love this. And, and that was, you know, a big part of it. It's like, oh yeah, this. Okay, more of this please, universe. So asking and also then, What's required? What do I require to be and do different to actualize more in um, online classes? So looking at that. So again, it's not just sitting back and wishing and hoping much like we were talking about with, you know, creating money through um, the request of it, just requesting and then sitting back. It's like requesting and then, okay, what can I be and do different and taking that action? Because whatever that is, and it's not linear. So the linear is, if you would like more money, is to work harder. That's the linear, but it's not linear. And like I said, for me, it's been actually actualizing way more money by doing way less and not way less to like doing nothing because that actually wouldn't be fun for me. So this is also the other piece where the honesty with yourself becomes really important because I love doing things in the business. I love it. At one point I thought, wouldn't it be cool just to kind of in a sense hand the business over to say like a business manager and have them set everything up and I just, you know, wake up in the morning, look at my schedule. Oh, I've got a call at this time, a call at this time and go and do them. That was kind of what I was playing with for a while. And I thought, no, no. Part of what I love about the business is the creativity with it, like being being in the creativity with it, communing with it, um, getting the hit of like, uh, you know, whether it's an online foundation class, whether it's um, a book club, I've been doing a lot of those this year, 
Um, we've got a class coming up, uh, depending on when you're listening to this, we've got a class coming up at the beginning of March, the first weekend of March. It's a two-part online class called The Magic of Being Money, and it's based on the How to Become Money workbook. Um, it's phenomenal, so you'll find a link here to go find more about it. I love, love, love facilitating it. I usually facilitate it about three times a year, because uh, the more that we can go through that book, the more magic you will create in your life, your living, and of course with money. Um, but I love that creation of it. I love the, it's the, the ping. I don't know if that makes sense to you, but it's like I can be heck you know i was out yesterday in uh in the mall and i can just see something and go oh and then it's like this ping of like that and then this and then it's like extrapolate from maybe a poster that i saw in a mall to a new class idea like i love that so you know when i was looking at just kind of handing over my business like that it was like actually that would not be fun i would probably kill the business Honestly, if I did that at this point, who knows, maybe one day that will be, that'd be something I would like. But at this point it would be, it, it, what I love to do is that along with other things. The facilitating of course is awesome too. I love that. Um, and you know, but if I, if I took it away, yeah. So it's, it's really about that honesty with you. So if you're looking at that of, so like, what can I be and do different to, um, to, you know, 10 times my income then look at those things that are fun for you what do you love doing and again don't make it linear so don't try to figure it out like oh, okay i love writing so i need to write a book because that's not it just look at it do you love maybe you love to watch tv put that on that maybe you love to go for long walks in the snow or in the sunshine or on the beach or like make sure you're adding all of those things in there because you never know. I mean, there are people who get paid a whole lot of money to make a 60 minute video on a certain makeup product. You know, they are making, I don't, I don't even know the numbers, 50,000, 100,000, probably some are making even more just to put on some eyeshadow and say, this is great. So if you love makeup, put that down, but don't conclude it means you have to be an influencer. Because it doesn't. Who knows what it will mean? It doesn't matter. But look at those things and how can I? 10 times my income, but not from as an influencer. Now, if you know you would like to be an influencer with makeup, let's say, and of course I say that because I love makeup, um, but if that is something you know you would love to do, you can of course ask for it, like universe, what else is possible? Show me. Um, or as you're watching some of the influencers, you could be universe, I'll have that. Universe, I'll have that in a way that works for me. Um, so you're asking for that. But also then don't limit what's possible with that. Like don't go the only way it can show up is as an influencer because there's so many ways. There's a lot of places now that are doing ambassador programs, meaning um, that you don't get a $50,000 paycheck to do a 60 minute video or 60 second video, I mean, um, but you do get a percentage. And so I'm an, an ambassador for a couple of um, things that I, I haven't done a lot of promoting on yet. I'm gonna start um, in the next little bit. 
One is for some workout clothes, which I was really excited about being invited to do. And um, and I just actually received them yesterday. So now I can start promoing them. So basically I will share, you know, pictures of me. I will talk about them. Um, and then I will have a link so people, if they go buy them, I would get a percentage of what their order is. And so it's not maybe the same as a $50,000 check after a 60 second video, which let's just say a 60 second video never takes 60 seconds. Um, there's a lot of editing and stuff done in them. I'm sure I actually haven't ever done one that way, but I've done videos. I mean, these ones I just sit down and talk, but if you're doing something for TikTok or Instagram, a lot of times there's other editing in there. Anyway, on and on, um, you know, but there's there's ways that you could be it and and what else is possible and universe show me. And so when you're when you're requesting money, really, it's not about the conclusion that you do nothing and it shows up because you requested it. It's the request. And then what can I be and do different to actualize it? and clearing points of views that come up because there might be where you need to do a 20 hour workday. There might be that. Now, if you don't have a point of view about it, what else is possible? But if you notice that you're doing 20 hour workdays every day, that's when you want to look at, okay, what point of view do I have holding this in place? Like, what is this? What is this that I'm working harder than I've ever worked before? Um, if, and especially if it feels like hard work to you, then there's more information, at least that's my take on it. There's more information required. If it seems like you're working harder, um, than you would like, or then that works for you, what else is possible here? Now, sometimes it's adding people. Sometimes you just require to, you know, hire some people to come in and assist you or um, barter with people. I mean, whatever works for you, whatever would be fun for you. Maybe you know that there's somebody who loves to have sessions with you um, and they're great with graphics. And so maybe you could say, hey, could we could we barter for, um, you know, if you do some graphics? And then I always say, be really clear on that. Um, I used to years and years ago, I used to, uh, swap sessions with a local massage therapist and, um, her sessions were $60 and my sessions were, I think at the time, 250. And so what I finally got to the place of was it didn't work for me to, to, to swap straight across. It just wasn't fun for me because I could actually it would work better for me to pay her for a session than for me to take that hour that I could be paid 250 then you know to so if your if your sessions are 250 and the gal does graphics for $20 an hour what you could do is look at breaking it down you know um, you know money wise and keep track of how many hours they work and how like the amount Anyway, that's just my own experience. You might find swapping straight across works for you. Do what works for you, but just make sure it works for you. Um, it took me a while for, for me to be really honest with me than when it stopped working for me. So just a little advice from my experience. Um, and so, yeah, so when you look at that and you look at creating money and you don't, you've cleared your points of views about you having to work hard or whatever it might be for you, money's hard or um, money's wrong or whatever crazy points of views you have about money. And then you start requesting it and then you start being and doing whatever's required for it to show up. Yeah, yeah. And how much more fun can you have actualizing money?
Yeah. Yeah. And also really, you know, I always call it great information. You know, so if you hear yourself talking about money to a friend and you say, oh, money is just so hard and I just have to work hard for money and there's never enough money. And like if you catch yourself either verbally or in your head saying that, what you want to do is really stop, take a moment and be present with that and look at that. It's great information. You don't need to go into judgment of you. You don't need to make yourself wrong for saying those things, but you do want to get curious about that. Like, wow, who am I being right now? Like, who is that? A lot of times it's our parents or our caregivers or maybe a spouse if we spend a lot of years with them, like we're taking on somebody else's point of view about it. And it's not even ours. It's not even ours. Our reality is that money is ease and joy and glory and money and wealth and cash show up the moment we request it and that we get paid to have fun and like all of that stuff that just feels really delicious and expansive, that's what's true for us. But what's happened is we've, we've taken other people's insanity <laughs> as we've carried on and we didn't want to make them feel bad and not that it was probably ever even a cognitive thought, but if you had parents who believed that money was hard, then you having ease with money would show them that they are wrong. And so most of us don't ever want anybody to know that they're wrong or to think that they're wrong because we've spent so much of our life feeling wrong. So we go into this, oh no, we can't, we can't, like we need to make sure they're right. So we end up proving them right. We prove their insanity right. So they feel better, but do they? <laughs> yeah, and again, that's usually not cognitive. That's usually just this really bizarre, energy going on in the background of our job is to make other people comfortable. Would you fire your ass from that right now? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, fun, fuck, shorts, boys and beyonds. Cause that isn't actually even your job. You have no job there. That is not your job. Your job is, I don't even know. I, I was gonna say your job is really to live your life, to create, and actualize everything that lights you up. I, I don't, yeah. So even considering somebody else's com comfort level with what you're choosing is a bastardization of your, of your potency. Whew, right, wrong, good, bad, all night, but buck shorts, boys and beyond. So truly what else is possible that we've never even considered? And everywhere you haven't been willing to be aware of your money points of views, to clear your money points of views, and to request money to come in with total ease and joy and glory, money, wealth, and cash for you to start and create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, fun, fuck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And so if you join us um, for the magic of being money, and I know I've, I think I've done radio shows and videos on it too, um, I can explain why I often will refer to money, wealth, and cash, not just money. Um, yeah, because it was the How to Become Money workbook that really contributed to me seeing money for what it was, which is not just cash. I used to think it was just cash. So there we go. Awesome, guys. Thank you so much for being here. Again, I'm so incredibly grateful for each and every one of you. Have a fabulous rest of your day, and I look forward to chatting again next week.